My prayer this evening, Father, is a simple one, that you would give me a heart for your word and a word for our hearts. Amen. Every now and then, out on the lake where I live, the power goes out. It went out yesterday. And we have flashlights in a drawer. And uh, my good friend Bob often says that flashlights serve one purpose. That's to store dead batteries. (laughs) So then we had to go get the candles. And I don't know about you, but I like when the candles are lit. It, It sort of says that life is going to stop. We can't use any of our electronics. The TV is out. We just get to sit and enjoy the candlelight. Now, have you ever noticed that when you light a candle in a dark room, the the, the darkness sort of retreats from the candle? I want you to think about this. Have you ever seen the darkness overtake the candle? That's what the Bible's verse said. The darkness could not comprehend it. It couldn't overcome it. That wherever there's a light, the darkness is dispelled. There's never so much darkness that a candle can't be seen. Perhaps our trouble at Christmas is that we all want to experience the light, but we cannot see or recognize or even understand the source. I I saw bumper stickers today. I'm sure you saw them, signs on people's lungs, and they said, keep the Christ in Christmas. And I want you to think about this. If we keep the Christ in Christmas... He never has the opportunity to grow into our Savior. I don't want to keep the Christ in Christmas. I want Christ to leave, to get baptized, to have a ministry, and yes, one day to give his life for the entire world on the cross. We need to, and I want you to hear this, take Jesus with us when we go. What did he say at the end of the Gospel of John? You are the light of the world. Now, I served a church sorry to say, 34 years ago. I was much younger back then. And we actually had a man, his name was Mr. Giordano, I'll never forget. And he would give his phone number in the church bulletin. And the the goal was to get your light home after the service. So the people would bring like buckets with sand in it to to hold the candle and they would bring lanterns and stuff. And the, the idea was to take the light of Christ home with them, and then they would call Mr. Giordano Giordano, late at night, and the next Sunday in the bulletin, there would be a list of people who got the light home. Well, I am not challenging you to carry a lit candle home, but I am challenging you to take the light of Christ with you when you leave. Reminds me of a story. A little girl came home from church, and she was perplexed, as uh, small children often are. And her mom said, okay, what's the deal? And she said, I'm confused. The pastor said that God is so big, he could hold the whole world in his hands. And the mom said, well, that's true. That's exactly true. Not only can he hold the world, he made the world. Little girl said, but my Sunday school teacher said, God wants to live in my heart. Mom says, well, that's true too. She says, well, if God is living in our hearts, why isn't he shining through? We've got to take the light of Christ with us. So let me take the light from the Christ candle. And I challenge you to do three things this evening. And these are they. 
recognize the source of God's life in Jesus. Recognize that we ourselves are powerless to dispel the darkness without the light. Recognize that when we take and then share the light, that the world becomes a brighter place. And finally this. Recognize that the light, the gift of God's heart, must be received by each of us. Now, when I share the light with you and the ushers are going to dim the lights, remember to tip the unlit candle, not tip the lighted candle, and share it with those around you and let it fill our hearts, let it fill our church, let it fill our city, let it fill our country, let it fill our world. Let it fill it with the light-giving, life-bringing love of God, Emmanuel, God with us.